What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. We're back. We're talking about Genesis. We're going through Abram, the story. We're actually on a good part. A lot of people know we're on the um, story. Well, we're not going to get to it today, but we will be moving in that direction. But it's whenever Abraham meets with uh, these three guys and then they talk about Sodom and Gomorrah and then the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. We're on that saga right now. So it's kind of exciting stuff. If you've read through it, we're going to dive into it a little bit deeper. Maybe I'll uh, share something with you haven't heard and you'll learn a little bit more. Maybe you can share something with me in the comments, man. I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, we're excited about it. If you haven't read it yet, go ahead and check it out. We're in Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Um, if you have, then we're about to dive in and answer the four questions, man. Before we jump in fully, I want to uh, encourage you guys to check out my website, TrustInJesusMinistries.com. There we have some content that will help you to grow in your faith. We have discipleship training. We've also working on um, making some um, these little prayer journals that you can check out or, or a daily. My wife's working on it, man, and they're awesome. She's been using it. Uh, since the beginning of the year. And so if you guys check that out and uh, I'd love for you guys to donate to the page. If you do, then uh, we're going to give you one of those um, journals for free, a digital copy you can download and start journaling yourself throughout the new year to grow in Christ, to, to walk in Christ and to learn to trust in Jesus more. Anyway, we're on Genesis chapter 18 verses one through eight. So check that out, read it, see what it has to say. If you've already read it, man, let's jump on in. Let's see what it has to say. It says that uh, um, it says, and the Lord appeared to him under that tree. That's the, the oak of uh, Mamar. And it says that uh, Abraham, he was dwelling under his, uh, uh, or he was dwelling in his house in the in the opening in the, in the heat of the day. And he saw three men. And when he saw a man, he ran out there to meet him. And he asked him to stay. He said, hey, uh, just stay here in this tree, man. Let me get you some water so you can refresh yourself. Uh, or let me get you some water so you can wash your feet and some food to refresh yourself if you find favor with me. And they're like, hey, man, go ahead. Do do what you wish, man. And so um, he goes and he runs back to the tent and he tells Sarah to to get three sands of flour and make some cakes. And then he goes and he gets a, 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 a young um, cattle from the, the, the a young cow from the cattle. Uh, and then he gives it to one of his servants to cut up and make and make some good steaks. And then he goes and he gets some milks and some curds and he gives it to those people and they eat. And he sits there and just lets them eat in their presence, man. And and so um, what is this saying? What's the author actually saying in this this narrative? What's he talking about? Well, I want us to recognize the amount that Asaya is, man, is um, it's a whole lot. I didn't know this myself, but uh, whenever uh, Elijah digs the pits and then he pours like 12 um, buckets of water and then to to make sure that all of the the firewood that he put down for the altar was soaking wet and then God lacks up all the water and sets it all on fire and proves that he is the the only true God the greatest God that uh, that was a lot dude he, that, that was like uh like I think two sayers of water and so it's not very it's that's a whole lot. And so to have three sayas of water, or I'm sorry, three sayas of flour to make the cakes that he's making, he's making a ton of cakes, man. Plenty of cakes. Enough for him and those three men and his wife and anybody else who wants to eat. And then not only that, but he makes with the 
the, the cakes. He also makes, uh, he cuts up a whole uh, cow, you know what I'm saying, a little calf, so that uh, those folks can eat. And that's the best. So first off, it's not a whole. That's a whole lot of food for the people that he's giving. He's 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 giving an abundance, showing his overwhelming abundance that he wants to provide for these people with his hospitality. But then next is that he also is giving the best of his best. A lot of times you see people uh, cut up uh, uh, lambs or something, but he goes and gets from the the, the he goes and gets from the cattle. Goes and gets a young calf from the cattle. It says a good calf, a, um, a young calf. It's because he wants to provide something of great stature for these men to show his hospitality and uh, and gratefulness for the favor that they have on him. So that's that's um, that's something that's 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 beyond that's beyond measure the amount that uh, that he has done. And so that's. That's something I think that we should take from this is the being a host and how we should share. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. Well, what's this show about God? I think this shows about God is he's the God who reveals. He makes himself known. So he had just left um, Abram. He had it said that he left. He went up and left. And then he came back to Abram and revealed himself again. And so God has been making himself known in the life of Abraham. So has God been making himself known in your life? And the only way you'll know is to have fellowship with him. And, it, and Abraham is seeking this fellowship. As soon as he saw that God had called him over there or that it was him, he ran to him. He wants this fellowship. He's looking for and desiring this relationship. And that's why later we're going to see that they begin to open up and disclose, uh, um, um, have intimate conversations with each other. If that's what we want from God, that means we got to run because God will reveal himself. He makes himself known. What's this say about man? Um, well, I think it goes in with what I was saying is we should run to God. If if we want to know him, we run to him. We seek opportunities, times that we can have these conversations with him. When we know he's present, if we know how to get to him, we get to him. But also, man, it's hospitality. I think this is something that has really taken over in me is here in the last couple of days, man, I've been trying to be more hospitable to the people that I'm around and it has lifted me up. It has brought me joy and it has caused the people around me to have a better presence about them when it seemed that maybe things were a little bit at hostilities. You know how you have that underlying tension. People are like, you can cut the tension with a butter knife. But with the hospitality that me and my wife have begun to show in uh, the place that we're at, man, things have been beginning to smooth out and warmness uh, we can feel instead of tension. And so how do we apply these truths to our lives? The fact that Abraham was overwhelmingly generous. It wasn't that he was just, just uh, um, hospitable, not saying, hello, how you doing? But he went above and beyond giving more food than ever, taking the time to be lavish in what he was giving with them and then allowing them to reap the fruits themselves rather than taking or partaking in any of it on his own. It was all for them, not for himself. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, man, yeah, we got company over. We get to, get to use the good China because you want to use the good China. 
It's not necessarily because you want to give everything to them, but you do it because you want to be a partaker in some of the goodness that you got that you don't normally get to partake in. But this isn't the fact for Abraham. He does this specifically and solely for those guests. And so the application I think that we should have, man, is to be hospitable. Care for us. Man, seek what they need and then help them to get it. Help them to feel wanted and cared for and belong. And then secondly, which probably should have been first, is that seek the Lord. Because he can be found. So I pray for you guys today that you seek the Lord, that you would love him and you'd care for him, that you'd be lifted up and that you'd care for others as you seek the Lord, that you would seek people as well. Because Jesus has called us to love him to love the Father, and to love those who are around us. Amen. I'll see you guys in the next episode.